once upon a time in a land pretty much exactly where we are now, a California Jew and a Texas redneck were hired to do the same job. And uh, while neither of them were qualified, they both did exceptionally well. I just want to add. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were more qualified than you, than people give us credit for. Um, <laughs> and um, let's go through the list here. You have kids and I don't. Yeah. Uh, but ironically, you're married and I'm not. Well, you're divorced, right? Yes, I'm divorced. Um, you're religious and I'm not. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, uh, but you're Jewish, and so probably should be religious. <laughs> mm, it's actually not written that I have to be to be a Jew, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and well, so uh, up until today, I thought we were both Republican, but apparently we're not. No, I I had to leave the California Republican Party. I had enough of them. So someday when I move out of... Uh, this uh, once beautiful golden state, I'm going to change to uh, back to Republican. But for now, I am no party preference. And I'm pretty much um, hardcore, like constitutional conservative. So that always makes for some fun conversations. Well, I can't even read most of the words in the Constitution. So <laughs> you're going to have to teach me. <laughs> uh, yeah and uh i as you're so fond of reminding me am a millennial and you're definitely not <laughs> uh no i'm not i'm gen x and damn proud of it too so you're basically old enough to be my parent well maybe in some parts of the country but <laughs> uh, i would say maybe your older brother at this point <laughs> snowflake well, that helps you sleep at night. Uh, the point, the point of all that being that it's very, it's, it's always seemed very irregular to me that we would be friends. But here we are. I guess we're just uh, we like to argue. I suppose. Well, yeah, we argue. We we agree on a lot of things, and uh, we we usually come on on the same page together. So it, you know, we're good. Yeah. Well, at, at a minimum, I think I always can respect your reasoning behind what you chose you know which is uh something that gives me a lot of peace and i wish knew how to do and and the fact that you're a millennial snowflake also you know i, I can i can get past that because you actually do have some sound reasoning sometimes oh. i said sometimes i'll try not to let it go to my head <laughs> it already has don't worry about it <laughs> yeah well I'm really glad we're doing this. I've been looking forward to it. I have a lot to say. Hopefully people will want to hear it. Yes, you. I know you have a lot to say. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to let you do your uh, something unusual is what I'm calling this part of it. Well, you know what? Mine is really something. It's It's not really unusual, but it's just... It's hypocritical to the point that just really made, made me say WTF. You uh -huh. know... Today I start. I get on on Breitbart and I and I and I see that Eliza Milano is actually taking people to task on Twitter for buying guns now. Oh, well, it's consistent with her worldview. Yeah, but yeah, but she also owns two guns. But apparently, us peons are not allowed to have any. You know, and and the funny thing is that right now most of the people who are buying guns are liberals because they finally figured out they didn't that have hey. Any. Yeah, you know, and you know what? It's funny, but I, I, I do. You know, I'm in a lot of like I love knives, 
and I'm in a lot of live forums. And lately, we've been seeing a bunch of people posting about to be careful with knives because they cut themselves and this and that. And as it turns out, <laughs> liberals are also uh, buying knives now, and they have no idea how to how to how to deal with knives. And they cut their fingers off. Basically, it's it's really it's disturbing. But you know what? I guess what we all went through when we were you know ten to fifteen years old, they're going through now, and I guess it's worse now. Now, now, didn't you just go through something like this the other day? I think we, we talked about. About what? Trying to get a knife out of its package. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, I, 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 got, an, I got a little utility knife, which, which I love. And I'm going to talk about that later. Um, and everybody's telling me to be careful and be careful with a knife. You know, because I do cut myself. Well, you have to remember, I am, I am a conservative, really, but... I and am a still, old, a yeah, but but I'm still, I'm, I'm <laughs> shut up, <laughs> and I'm, but but I'm still, I'm still from California, so you know, I, you know, I'm still, you know, kind of kind of crazy. So everybody tells me to be careful and be careful, and I, I buy my, I buy myself a, a knife, and it's in a blister package. Okay, so what happens is I you take out the utility knife that everybody's telling me to be careful with, and I cut the blister pack. And I put the knife away, and I'm taking out the I'm taking out the knife, and the damn blister pack cuts my finger. <laughs> so you didn't technically cut yourself with the knife. No, no, it wasn't saying. a knife. It was a. And okay. you know what? I curse whoever invented those blister packs. They really they should be hunted down, and 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 put in a prison somewhere forever. That person should never be allowed to invent anything ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You came out all right. No stitches necessary, right? No, no, I did hurt for about a day or two, but it was, it was okay. Those, I'm telling you, those blister packs are really, really bad. <laughs> I believe you, but that you know, uh, I didn't really comment on your the the gun buying business. I didn't. I hadn't been aware that it was people leaning to the left who were buying them. I just assumed it, you know surrounded by rednecks. So. I guess I just assumed everybody got. Uh, that's what we do. We panic buy guns and ammo around here. Well, well of course, everybody on the, on the on the right side of the political spectrum does. But yeah. you have to remember one thing that you know these these nuts on the left who have been calling President Trump a dictator since before he was even elected, you know, and now it's you know with all this pandemic thing, you know, they're kind of you know they, they, at the same time they agree with it, which boggles my mind. And at the same time, you know, they're calling for, 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 for all this lockdown and everything because most on the left are actually calling for a lockdown and all this and all that, you know. And they're forgetting that the person who's in power is the person they've been calling a dictator since, you know, basically since he started running for president. So it just makes no freaking sense to me. You know, so so yeah. that's why Elisa Milano, you know, went in and told everybody not to buy guns, you know, and, you know, and, and I mean... Let's, hey, let's, and yeah. hmm? Go ahead. The, the people who listen to her probably shouldn't buy the guns. So maybe maybe the trash is taking yes. itself out. If you it's Darwinism, if you actually if a note for everybody out there, if you listen to anything Elisa Milano has to say, you should not be buying a gun or a knife <laughs> or anything that's too pointy or sharp. Okay. More like those that's more the padded room crowd over there, probably. Probably, probably, you know, she's, you know, and now she's now, now the nut is supporting, you know, Joe Biden. And I'm kind of wondering whatever happened to the idea that all women should be, you know, should be believed, I guess, I guess every woman should be believed until, until it comes a time that, you know, a Democrat, 
is is involved in the process, you know. But but um, well, you know, we'll see. You know, she's she's crazy. I think most people know, and you know, she's probably bored at home right now. You know, doing whatever. You know, making videos of herself saying we're you know alone and everything while somebody's recording. You know, like Madonna did. You know, somebody's over there recording and you know giving every you know and telling everybody they're alone in their mansion. Poor little things. You know, I mean, I, know. I mean, I don't know how they can they can even get up at night anymore. You know, these poor souls. I know. I'll tell you. She's been, you know, that's that's why I think a lot of people, a lot of conservatives call them the limousine liberals or the Hollywood elite. They've, they've been there a really long time. And I think some of them have, gen- maybe they haven't forgotten what it's like to not be rich and famous, but they've, they've lost their emotional connection with it. So, <clears throat> I know. think in a way, I think in a way, I think they kind of feel guilty. Maybe. For what, for what they have. You know, so they have to preach to everybody else and, you know, this and that. And, you know, but at the same time, when it comes to charity, you know, not many of them are actually very charitable. You know, and Eliza Milano, as I recall, did have some issues paying her employees. Why does this woman even have employees? I don't understand. Why why we're spending this much time talking about her? I don't know. It is is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's not, you know, I hate to give her airtime, but she, she's just, she's off the chart. And today was like, I'm reading that article. I'm like, what the? What's going on here? What you know? I mean, I know. Like I said, I know everybody's bored at home and this and that. And you know, and you know, I, I think the lockdown is a, is an okay thing. I mean, you know, if it helps, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if it would help or not. But well, you don't have to be a doctor to give your opinion. Now, I think Facebook's proved that. Well, of course, yes. But you know, <laughs> we're beyond Facebook at this point, honey. We're we're you know we're over here. You know. We're, we're big time. We're, we're, we have, we're broadcasters now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot that. I'm sorry. Hey, we have, we, we have, we have the same, we, we, we even have, actually, I think, I think Eliza Milano does have a podcast. So we have the same pot platform she That's has at right. this point. Yeah. Social media and podcast. Okay. Well, that gives me, you know, um, that gives me inspiration. Okay. Here's, here's mine. Are you ready for it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Make sure you're not taking a drink. You might spit it out. Okay. James Carville, you know who he is? Yes. He ran, you know, he helped with the Clintons campaign. And just before I tell you this, I just want to note really quick, unrelated to the story I'm about to tell you, um, I just think Hillary Clinton is really lovely. I think there are some horrible rumors that go around about her. I think she's a lovely individual. <laughs> I uh, think we'd be friends. IRL. Um and and I love my life and all of us as does all of my family. None of us plan to kill ourselves anywhere in the near future. So just just a little life update from me to you. Nobody's ever messaged me with information or conspiracies about Hillary. You would not find that in my social media inbox if you looked right now. So just to let you know where I'm at in my life. Okay. So you won't be suiciding next week, right? You're, you're absolutely okay. not. Okay, no. good. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same I'm on the same page. Same page. And yeah. you also probably think Hillary's absolutely lovely. Oh, she's a beer, especially, you know what? You know what? I love her voice. I love the way her voice I, sounds. I know. It just, it's, just, it's, it's, it's awesome. Soothing. It's, it's soothing. soothing. Okay. It's nice. And it's like, just like one of those grandmas, you just want to want to hug and not let go. Yeah. yeah. Probably specifically around the neck region. Exactly. Um, there okay. you go. There it goes. She's going to be suicided <laughs> next week. Okay. Well, James Carville says Republicans will, quote, will kill people to stay in power, literally, end quote, okay? I just want to be clear what I'm saying and what he's saying, because this is not a parody, this is not The Onion, this is Fox News. 
Um, longtime Democratic strategist James Carville claimed Wednesday that Republicans are so intent on maintaining power, they would literally kill people. He says, quote, my kind of mission in the short term is to sound the alarm to say that Mitch McConnell and the Supreme Court, they're going to do everything they can to hold on to power, end quote. Carville said this during an appearance on NBC. Uh, quote, this thing in Wisconsin is one of the most awful things I've seen in my life. Uh, so he's talking about um, the fact that they don't want to postpone primaries in the state of Wisconsin, uh, despite this coronavirus pandemic. Um, he says the extent that they will go to to hold on to power, uh, blah, 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 they will literally kill people. So that that's what that's what Mr. Uh, Mr. Campaign well, Manager well, Hillary Clinton. I'll has give to you say. my opinion on this. What else do you want them to say when they have somebody writing, running like Biden? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the the man is just he, he's not he's not two sandwiches short of a picnic. He is a picnic. I mean, it it, it it's just the phrasing. I pick better phrasing. You know what people are going to be. You know what people are going to be thinking, even if you, even if, even if he genuinely believes in his candidate, even if he never thought that Hillary did anything wrong in her entire life, he's got to be aware that those rumors are so prolific that you want to avoid the appearance of association with them. Am I, am I wrong? Am I looking at this the wrong way? Um, you know, you know, these people are not very self-aware, right? I guess. There, you know, there's, there's just something, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, you know perfectly well how I feel about Republicans also. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a huge Trump supporter, you know, but you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Republican fan. I mean, you know, we had the house, we had the Senate, we had the presidency, we had everything. And what happened? Nothing happened. You know, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing really got done except more and more spending, you know, and, and, and now, I mean, you know, you, 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 you know, I, you know, this whole thing, I know that we have to help folks, but this whole, you know, stimulus thing, you know, you know perfectly well why Biden just dropped out. He dropped out because, it, you know, his his job is already done. Um, <laughs> you mean Sanders? Yeah. Sanders dropped out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Bernie Sanders, you know, he's, he's, he's he said, okay, well, you know, I can leave now. You know, I'm okay. I, I already, you know, people are already on welfare at this point. Now yeah. you know it's we know that it's it's because of special circumstances, but yeah. you know I know people who are getting checks who you know or deposits who are still working they don't need it. Mm-hmm. So you're you're sending your check to me, right? Because you're you're anti-stimulus check. Uh, no, no, I'm not, I didn't say that. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm probably I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna buy myself something cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, just just throwing that no, out. No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't compromise your conscience. I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't say that. But you know, if they're gonna get, if they're gonna, get, you know, whenever, whenever there's a, there's a giveaway, I'm there. I'm there, ready to go. Okay. I have no problem. <laughs> I just don't want the consequences that happen afterwards. Nothing's yeah. free, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all we want to do stuff without consequences. I think that's pretty pretty across the board there i know i do yep well do you have a do you have any other like big top news stories of the day that you're you know what you feel like need to be talked about i'm actually trying to stay away from news at this point because i'm you know i'm tired of hearing about the virus and this and that and the 
you know, people losing, you know, their livelihoods and this and that. So I'm just kind of yeah. staying away from it if possible. Well, I've got, I've got one more news headline for you and then I will tell you a really good, something that's going to make you really happy. Okay. 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 So this news, I think you're going to, I think you're going to think this is really funny. The FDA and the FTC sent warnings to InfoWars that they need to stop selling products or claiming that these products that they sell <laughs> treat coronavirus. Well, you know, you, they, 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 you know, no, they do treat coronavirus, but they also they also turn the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah, the FDA they're calling uh, they're calling Infowars. There's the FDA calls it a conspiracy website. Well, this is an ABC News story. ABC News is calling them a conspiracy theory website. And they name all these different supplements, super blue immune, sil- silver wound dressing gel, uh, fluoride-free toothpaste, I think also silver, um, that they're saying that they can no longer say that they mitigate, prevent, treat, diagnose, or cure COVID-19. I have not myself uh, seen Alex Jones or InfoWars claiming that they cured COVID, but I have seen them hawking some pretty interesting products over there. So, not that I was looking at Infowars. Yeah, no. I had they, looked at it. Yeah, the times when I when I when I've heard him, and don't get me wrong, he's not wrong all the time. I mean, he's he has some stuff he's gotten pretty dead on, but the the stuff he has to you know you have to remember that they deplatformed this guy one hundred percent. I mean, one oh, one yeah. day you know one day all the the Silicon Valley gods got together and they deplatformed this guy. I mean, it's a miracle he's still around. You know, yeah. but I mean, you know, I, I'm guessing because of that, you know, he might he might just be trying to monetize as much as possible. I, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't listen to him. I don't know. You know, I have listened to him in the past, but I don't know his circumstance. But, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that might be it. But, you know, yeah, that's 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 bad when they start claiming you know, those things just, you know, it's like the, the, when the marijuana people start saying that we can, we can uh, cure uh, cancer, you know, that stuff really bothers me. Well, you know, I think we had this discussion before. Yes, we There's did. a lot of people that believe a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> and, damn, and damn, do they get pissed off when you say, say something else, something different. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in kind of the camp on that. Now, I, I still think that it's, it needs to be controlled like a lot of different things but um i am in the camp that you know a lot of a lot of different natural stuff is used medicinally it probably does have um you know they say it works it works well for pain and that kind of stuff which you know here's my problem i'm from california and over here it's legal that is your problem yes well that's that's one of my problems (laughs) But but you know, the thing is, is that he you know you walk down the street and you smell that it smells like I hate the smell of that crap you know and and you know you have to smell it now and everything I mean you can't you can't smoke a cigarette outside of your of your house but you can't smoke weed you know which basically yeah. basically that just makes no sense to me you know because you know I, I like I said I hate the smell. You know, I'm not even going to get into if people turn stupid when they, when they, you know, when they, yeah, alcohol, yeah, give me that argument. I don't drink alcohol either, so I don't like, I, I, I can say whatever I want about that, you know, but do we really need to add another vice to the mix? That, that's the only point I ever really had. Oh, we don't need to. I mean, you're talking to the person who thinks we should outlaw 
regular cigarettes. So, you know, that's... You, you know, know maybe, I should more, maybe I should move over there to Texas and you should, you should move over here to California. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all of that. I'm not sure they would welcome me in their arms. Oh, nah, yeah. you'd, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, okay, I promised you a feel-good story. Okay. Hey, can you still hear me? Yes. Sorry, my phone went off. I guess it not an alarm go off on my phone. Okay. Um so the Chinese the Chinese teamed up with uh, Hillary Clinton and they're after you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, I you know, I feel like we're gonna do great things with this podcast. I don't feel like we're quite big enough for that yet though. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> um oh. Okay, rescue kittens in Atlanta got to visit the aquarium while it's closed because of the coronavirus. Okay, and if we make ourselves a Facebook page, I can post this link. It's the cutest thing. All these little kittens, like, running around playing with the fish. Oh, oh, dogs too. It's not just the kittens. It's all of the animals, the little animals from this rescue. It's it's the cutest thing. Trust me. It's going to melt your heart when you see it. But I... I have a problem with that, though. How about the poor fish? Well, they're not letting them in the tanks. Does the, the fish don't know that? <laughs> you know, for, for being a millennial snowflake, you really don't account for anybody else's I, feelings. I do not account for fish's feelings. No, not ever. <laughs> actually, what do you have against actually, fish? truthfully, one time I did. I did. I found out. So, um, my family was close with this family who did. They. Um, had been commercial fishermen. The guy moved into construction, but he took us fishing and we caught, oh my, my goodness, we caught so many fish. Um, and they had them out and they like strung them up on a line and they were skinning them. They were these great big catfish. And it upset me so bad, like 13 year old me. I was really upset. I've always fished from the time I was really young. Um, but I would always make my dad like smash them in the head before he filleted them because I found out they're filleting, skinning and filleting these fish while they were still alive. I was so upset. And I was over there like crying. And my dad, <laughs> so, you know, he sees his, his, his 13 year old girl crying. He goes over there to these commercial fishermen and he makes them stop and kill these fish before they go and continue on with the skinning and the filleting. So I have okay, thought of fish's folks, feelings. Did, folks, didn't I tell you she's a millennial? I, you know what? I don't look believe in torturing anything if we're, we're gonna eat him i'm fine with eating the catfish i'm pro eating catfish sorry i know you're jewish but <laughs> just kill them first what's wrong i'll eat catfish okay good i didn't i didn't know how seriously you're and, and, and a nice nice double bacon cheeseburger to go with it too <laughs> okay so that's don't say that i don't think of fish's feelings because i do yeah, when you were eighteen, when you were thirteen, now now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So next, <laughs> you're up. That did not make me feel better. It made me feel worse for those poor fish. <laughs> I tried. I I tell you what, you just can't you can't can't make everybody happy all of the time. I guess. Um, Unless you're a life on Milano. I think you're up. <laughs> well, now now we can talk the about. What I think, you know, you know, yeah, fun stuff. Like, you know, like I'm, I, I love everyday carry stuff, like knives. So this is know, gonna be, this is gonna be something watches. you're gonna do every time. We're gonna both do every time, hopefully. 
I'm I'm thinking I, I I don't know what do you carry every day? Um, you know what? If you dug all the way down to the bottom of my purse, there's no telling what I could put in that category. So mine's not going to be an everyday category. Mine's just going to be my oh. favorite things. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, from for everyday carry, you know that little utility knife that I got from Giltech, awesome company. They're it's actually three brothers that do everything themselves, and they they. You know, they make this little utility called Ruck Utility Knife. And, you know, it's just, it's so awesome because, you know, when I saw it the first time, I had a friend of mine that had it. And I look at, I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really understand this thing. But then after, I, I ended up getting one. And it's, I use it every day for one thing or another. It's so cool because the the, the blade is actually a razor blade that you, you can just replace yeah. it with any type of, you know, utility blade. Uh, razor and if it if it breaks or anything or if it gets dull you just throw it away and get another one for like what 50 cents at home depot or lowe's or something and it's so awesome and they're they're actually their 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 website is giltech.com g-i-l-t-e i'm sorry g-i-l-t-e-k.com and they just, they're awesome. They're just, they're, you know, just, they're the best um, little thing that I've seen. And and they're not overly expensive or anything about it. And everything's made in the U.S. And, okay, so when I saw this, my concern uh, was... Of course you had a concern. Well, I've, like, I've always enjoyed carrying pocket knives. I don't always now, but, you know, I, Gerber or whatever. And... Uh, the blades, have you found those blades break at all? Like, have you put them kind of to the test? Because no, the way they're no, set in no, there? No, they don't, they don't break. They get they get dull. Okay. Obviously from use, but the, yeah, they, they don't break. They don't break and it's super safe to use everything. It's it's, it's really an awesome little thing. Yeah, I showed it to you. I sent I sent you the link. You, remember? you did. And, and, and I saved it because I want to buy actually, it for a couple of people for Christmas. I, I actually, I actually did a review for for these guys because their product is so cool. Yeah. And you know, you can see, you can look at that at ujhlive.com, and it's so awesome that the you know what they did and how they did it and everything. They had they make them out of aluminum, or you can get it out of brass, titanium. I think they have. I'm waiting for them to come come out with a copper one because I really want the copper one, and. Um, they're just a great overall product. That sounds really neat. Maybe we can post that to our Facebook page, our forthcoming Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> we will. We will. Um, okay. So one of my favorite things recently, um, I absolutely love coffee. I drink way too much of it. I'm going to be honest. And uh, I'm, I'm really kind of picky about coffee being stale or um, – I don't know. I really have always tried to get fresh roasted coffee. There's a place in near me that does it, but I found something or someone sent to me, um, something called life boost coffee, lifeboostcoffee.com. Uh, if anybody's interested in it and it is kind of pricey for a pound of coffee, but what they do is apparently when the, when the demand for commercial, um, coffee beans started to go up, you know, they found more efficient ways to grow them. And that became to do them out in the fields. And this company doesn't have that uh, field grown coffee that has to have like a lot of pesticides and stuff. They grow their coffee beans on the mountainside. Well, actually they work with local farmers down, um, I believe in South America. 
And so it's all shade grown and it doesn't have any pesticides. Like the beans are larger. The taste is really good. And the interesting thing about it is my parents both really enjoy coffee, but my mother has got, she has an autoimmune disease that affects her kidneys and she had had to stop drinking it. Like totally, absolutely. She would get some, she would have some kind of bad reaction, but she can drink this, whatever it is. It's not the actual coffee that was affecting her. Apparently it was whatever pesticides or additives or mold. Apparently a lot of coffee grows mold. Um, and this, this doesn't affect her. She can drink it. So, um, yeah, lifeboostcoffee.com. If anybody, you know, if you know somebody who has problems with acidity in coffee or anything like that, they might be able to drink this. So I think it's a really cool product. Wow. So do you order this online? Yes. I don't know of any stores that you can get it in, but when you order it, um, I got it pretty quickly, three or four days, something like that. So so it's so it's not not any of that starbucks crap is it <laughs> no and it tastes really smooth like i drink some starbucks i really do um but this See, millennial snowflake this honestly is better than starbucks don't tell my local baristas because they're super nice <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know who can like starbucks my, my, my niece loves starbucks i can't stand starbucks <laughs> And not because of their politics or anything, but just because just because it tastes like burnt coffee to me. Well, you know, to each his own. Well, some someday when I make coffee and I'm, I'll make a coffee for you, I'll make it taste just like just, just like if it was just Starbucks. Burn it. I'll just make it three. I'll, th- I'll I'll make it three days before and keep it in the pot for okay. that long. You know, and keep it going, and it'll taste just like and it. Hey, and you're gonna love if you it. use Life Boost, mm. I'm still gonna drink it. And I'm gonna love it. <laughs> and I'll I'll also get you some of that. Uh, you know, Corona healing That's... toothpaste, and I'll put it some in there too. You won't even notice it. <laughs> for creamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. I think you had a media recommendation. You had burning a hole in your pocket over there. Oh yeah. Okay, guys. Here's okay. I hate watching TV shows nowadays, and you know, any type of streaming, whatever you want to call it. Okay, and having to put up with a stupid agenda every single time. There's always Hollywood trying to stick an agenda in, in the No, past. they would never. Right. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, they're, they're great. They're great people. Um, and I found one show, actually, my wife did, and she said, let's try this. And I'm like, and it's called, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I know, I know Obama and Michelle are in there, but they actually <laughs> made it pretty decent. Not she did, but, or he, but this, this show is called Lock and Key, Okay. It's about it's about a family that that moves after after the dad is killed and they move into the family home which is like a mansion. Okay, I don't want to tell you guys much about it, but it's ten episodes and it already got renewed for, for another season, and it's made by the same guy who did Lost. Okay, I'm, so I'm hoping the ending is a little bit more fulfilling, you know, <laughs> than than, uh, than Lost was. But you know, this this show is just. It was awesome. It was. It had mystery. It had everything. I mean, the stars were great. Um, there's really nothing. Even even the little annoying little kid um, is is cool in the in in the show. So it's just it's something to watch. Like I said, if you don't want Hollywood shoving their you know their agenda down your throat, you know this show there I could not see any agenda whatsoever. It was like watching a TV show from the 1980s. That's great, and it was really, really good. You you recommended it to me, and I keep forgetting to watch it because I I love stuff that I can watch with 
the girls and, and you said you thought this was really family friendly. Um, and so I'm really excited to try it. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's great. There, there's, there's maybe, maybe like a scene or two that maybe might be a little bit, you know, you know, questionable as far as content, you know, for, for little kids, but it's overall, I mean, it's, it's really, really good and it's really entertaining. And I don't, I don't, I really don't see anything that anybody could take offense with yeah. in, in the show. So that's rare. Yeah. It's really, really rare. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's why. I mean, there's so many other shows that I've tried to watch and, you know, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. And oh my God, what they've done with Star Trek. Star Trek has always been a, a liberal thing. We over, we know that and we've come to accept it. It's fine. But it was always veiled, you know, and, 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 you know the, the 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 message was always veiled, but now with the new stuff that comes out, oh my God, it's it's it just uh, forget it. It's 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 a miracle. It's still on, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, so for mine, I'm gonna immediately start this off by breaking the rules, just so you know. Uh, you? <laughs> because it's not technically media at all. Uh, but I was really I was thinking about this, and I mean, of course, I have TV shows that I watch and music and movies and everything, but nothing's like just, you know, you have to see this, you know. I could tell you all to watch The Princess Bride, but you've either watched it or you haven't and decided whether or not you like it, you know. Um, mm. But for me, the one thing that, like, I've given it to a bunch of people as gifts, I've carried it around with me, I take it with me when I travel, it's a book, and it's called A Treasury of Great Christian Stories. And I know... It's not your thing to be religious, but even you would like this book. Um, and it's got, it's like a compilation. Well, well, first of all, I don't even like books. <laughs> you would like this book, though. <laughs> do they do they have like the TV version okay. or do they have like you, the audio book? You maybe? sound like my daughter. No, no, we're going to read the book and we're going to love it. Okay. <laughs> no, but this has got like a lot of classic stories. Um in a bridged version, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Pilgrim's Progress. Um, it's got some folk tales, like A Tale of Three Trees. Um, it has super funny stories. I don't know if you've ever heard the story, um, The Millionaire and the Scrub Lady. Or I think I've heard of it, but I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. if, I, if I actually saw Or The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. I mean, it's just this, this whole variety. Somebody, somebody with, basically with, you know, just the broadest and most inclusive idea of what's funny and what's valuable put this together. And their authors are all the way from, like, uh, Virginia Carey Hudson. She writes just, like, funny kind of kid stories to... There's a Tolstoy piece in there. Uh, anyway, it's just... It's an incredible gift to give people. I've had it since I was 12. And I still go back to it and reread stories. And like I said, I... A lot of times when I make a care package for somebody like my friends overseas or whatever, I'll uh, write notes in front of my favorite stories and stick it in there and send it to them. And so it's just, it's a really cool book. And interestingly, it's not even in print anymore. You have to buy it on like Amazon or eBay or something, but I think that's a shame. I think it's an awesome book. Hey, but maybe we can make copies and sell them on eBay. I think that's illegal. <laughs> Damn it, everything cool is yeah. <laughs> Okay, now who's the millennial here and who's the who's not? Hey, I just, you know, you know, you got you gotta make a buck. I mean we all gotta eat. You're you're gonna make a buck. <laughs> Apparently I'm not. 
Okay, so the last thing I think we should talk about here is my this is my pet project. It's my favorite thing. Um, I warned I warned Savannah not to go through with this, but she insisted. <laughs> you goaded me. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> um, it's called, and I'm going to change it every time. And if you want to take it over, sometimes you can. But technically, this is my pet project. Um, it's called If You. So I'm gonna ask. I I got Rebeard. I want to I want to make make sure that you guys understand this because at first I didn't. <laughs> it's I F U. If you not F U, okay. Go so ahead. and it's something that I started doing with people just to, just to talk to people, just find out like what makes people tick and what they value and stuff. And it's just questions, hypothetical questions about what you think is important, basically. And there are a bunch of them, and I don't actually have a list. But today I have one for you, and we'll see. We'll see what your answer is. See if we're still gonna be friends when this is over. Okay. Oh, oh dear lord. <laughs> okay. If you could choose one thing that people would truly believe about you, what would it be? Like, not just you tell them, not that you could write down or probably, I mean, just innately, people would absolutely believe it about you, about anything to do with you. What would it be? That I'm a badass, of course. <laughs> what Seriously? else? Seriously. What else? Okay, I wasn't serious about the friends thing before, but I might be now. <laughs> of course. Okay. Final answer. Yeah, final answer. And that's the only answer I have because it's what I really, really want. You want people to believe it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that that's it. That That's... No, 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 no. I have a question. I have a question for you. You don't get to ask me the question. Only one question per per episode. Oh, okay. Well, then you guys are going to have to wait till episode two. So then I can ask her a question. Yep. That question. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's it's if you, not F and- you. Because I at first when she mentioned that to me, I thought it was something else. And, you know, I went, it went, it, went, it, it just died. It just spiraled out of there. You know, it was, it went downhill from there. And, and for the record, we're intentionally not telling one another these questions beforehand. Like we have a format of, you know, that we're going to do it or we're going to do it towards the end or whatever, but you didn't know your question before you got it. That was off the cuff. Right? No, no, I had no idea. I had no idea. And actually when we do do the format, like the news, we don't really consult with each other what news um, articles we put down. I was just today. I was just lazy, so I just came up with one because I really, like I said, I'm I'm tired of looking at the news at this point, yeah. and I think that it's really, really awful what they're doing to those fish in that aquarium. Well, you know, we might not ever, you know, we might get banned off of podcast platforms for not talking more about coronavirus than we need to do. I, I don't think we're allowed to talk to people without freaking people out about coronavirus. Like, I'm pretty sure that's well. You want you 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 want to see how I can get a ban from podcast okay. uh, websites let's, and let's hear it. It's not the coronavirus. It's the Chinese Wuhan virus. Okay. All right. Because it came from China. Come, come at us. We said what we said. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Okay, guys. So we'll 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 see you guys next week, and I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, us just having fun. Yeah. Stay home. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. And don't get run over. Or anything. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.